Welcome to Life Minded, the podcast. Life means learning, investing for empowerment. The term minded means life-minded individuals learning financial education together. And this is where we will teach you how to invest, whether it's real estate, stocks, equity, or basically the best advice from the best in the business, Warren Buffett, down to Jamie Dimon, down to Ray Dalio. We are here to help. Ah, hi, this is episode one. And um, this is here, we're going to start with our first guest. What up? Uh, this is a, an inspiring entrepreneur getting his businesses started. And basically, we're going to try to teach him investing in different formats and answer some of his questions that may be rattling around in the brain. Well, thank you very much for letting me be on your show today, Mr. Diggs. I'm really excited about this. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Anything I could do to help? Let's start with something small. Yes, please. So here's, here's what I know about stocks. Nothing. <laughs> and I think a lot of your listeners, they're probably like me, where we have a desire, a passion to grow, to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't find a lot of people that look like us that are actually doing this. Now, uh, before I jump into my question, um, how did you like how did you get involved in this stuff? Great question, Robert. Great question. Um, basically, it's the reason you're into it is kind of how I got into it. I got upset. Mm. And what I mean by upset was I was so disappointed that they didn't teach me this in high school. Yeah. Like I found out about stock market probably in my late twenties. Wow. Exactly. So what I did was I wanted to go to a stockbroker, but I realized, you know, I have an urban mentality of non-trusting. So I decided to study the questions I was going to ask him, like the information and things like that. So whatever answer he gave me. I would kind of feel like I have a better confidence in what he was giving me. So you studied before, like, your meeting to, like, say, okay, I want to walk in this meeting and not feel like an idiot? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Like, but, like, so how did you, like, like, because, like, I've heard people sent me stuff like Acorn, uh, Robin Hood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, but how did you get into it? Uh, great question. So... My dad was an avid reader. Mm. Um, He liked to argue. So one of the things that caught me with that was he read the whole Bible just to be able to argue with religious people. (laughs) R.I.P. to the goat. (laughs) (laughs) So I took that information and just bought books on investing, went to the library, like basically moved in, bought a chair into the financial section and really locked in. I just took that information and compounded it and compounded it, and that's where I am today. Awesome, man. So tell me about, like, what, what are we here for today, man? What's the plan? Uh, so basically, we're going to talk about basic investing. Like, you said, you mentioned uh, Robin Hood and Acorn. Um, I like uh, I like to start with simulations first. Well, before I get into that, let's mm-hmm. talk with basic stocks. Like, how do you invest in a stock? What is a stock? Mm-hmm. First, yeah. first of all, a stock is ownership in a company it's basically a piece of equity maybe a fraction of the company but it's a piece of equity in a company and it's a cry for help from the company saying believe in us if with your money and we will grow Mm. and it starts with an ipo it's ipo is an acronym for initial price offering so they always start out with something like that and then um it goes into the stock exchange these companies have to follow what they call SEC rules. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the thing that basically they got to have total transparency within their company so investors know exactly what they're getting into. Wow. So when you invest, you basically take your hard-earned money and invest into this company you believe in. For example, let's say Target. Mm -hmm. Um, Through this recession we have going on, coronavirus, Target is uh, surging because it's one of the businesses still open, like fully Uh, open. Is Target doing better than Walmart? Um, actually, Walmart's a little better for this stock. This stock right now, hold on, give me a moment. See, yeah. I told you I'm very into investing. I'm very intent to what I know. Mm. So Walmart right now per share, I think, is about 123. Oh, 124. This is real-time numbers, guys. 124 a share. And um, Target is at, let's see, uh... I'm doing this on my Robinhood app. It's about 112. So okay. they are not too far apart. So let's say you took a $500 investment um, from your paycheck. Mm-hmm. I like to do uh, automated numbers. Like you set a direct deposit to your Robinhood. Of do you? Bucks. Is that what you do? Oh, yeah. Every two weeks, 50 bucks automatically goes in. Wow. And I reinvest it over and over. And that's the power of compound interest. But that's a little more advanced. I don't want to go too far. Mm-hmm. So you take that money and you buy shares of let's say target so with five hundred dollars you can buy quite a few shares and there's this thing called dividends mm-hmm. so let's say uh okay you're going heavy you're going heavy because I, I don't want to <laughs> i can get lost because i want to listen you like you go in your zone and it's like <laughs> i like okay that. let me slow down yeah. so okay so first you said a stock is buying shares of a company exactly right? exactly so do you go on like the app and the app shows you a bunch of companies that you could buy in? Exactly. Really? Yes. And not only do I use the yeah, uh, the platform, I like to call it, there are other websites that have information about the same companies you invest in that's different from your main website. So okay. you take all this information like a puzzle, put it together, and it will give you a little bit of an edge against other investors for the information they got. And that's basically what investing is. It's mm. It's... Somehow it's I wouldn't call it gambling because you get to cheat. It's, you get to get information. It's calculated risk. Exactly. Uh, I, what the pros call it, uh safety, uh what is it? Uh oh my goodness, I can't believe I have drawn a blank. But it's uh oh, margin of safety. What does that mean? That is basically your margin of safety is the space between risk and safety. Yeah. So if you go into a stock like target mm-hmm. your margin of safety is higher versus going to a stock like snap 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 yes What's snap that? the app um snapchat that excuse me okay yes okay. so snapchat's more speculative it's about above uh 12 to 13 dollars but target so about- you can buy shares in all these companies that are publicly Absolutely. traded fortune 500 that's 500 different companies ah so the nasdaq's the same way the dow's industrial companies like john deere home depot uh-huh. lowe's like anything would that's a heavy in industries. Okay, so like walk me through the process. I sure, got this sure. I got my stimulus check. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's just say it's fifteen hundred dollars. What do you I mean, granted you're not a stock broker, but you don't have to be a stock broker because you're not brokering deals for other people. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You're just a stock trader for personal trades, right? Exactly. That's the category it goes under? Yes, yeah. See to in order to give people advice about what to buy, you have to pass your series seven. Yeah. And I haven't done that, mm-hmm. nor do I want to put the time in to do so. So I'm more of a, 
a coach, like I can give you on ideas on how to invest yeah. and how to dissect the business. Mm-hmm. But you pick your own stocks. So looking at the uh, market right now, I got my $1,500 stimulus check. Mm-hmm. Do I first have to figure out like what my long-term goal is? Like, cause here's the thing. Absolutely. I don't, or like, so I don't want to see my money when I'm 70 years old. Absolutely. Half my life is over at that point. Agreed. Like, Agreed. so what would you think is like a strategy that I could say, okay, cause dividends are when they, you get paid out mm-hmm. or over, Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, Dividends are basically uh, a fraction of payment for owning the stock. Okay. And that's paid within the quarters. And they have four quarters in a year. Okay. So every three months, you can expect the payment. And that's how compound interest works with dividends. So let's say you own 100 shares of a stock, and every three months you get your dividends on that. It doesn't sound like a lot if it's like 60 cents, but if you own 100 shares at 60 cents, that adds up. Ah. So compound interest, you take that dividend and you buy another share of that stock and you do it over and over. So, because I heard you say the compound interest a couple times. Like, mm-hmm. So is it with a certain company that offers the compound interest? No. Or do you take, like, how does that work? Because I've, I've heard uh, Tony Robbins talk about uh, uh, putting your money in accounts that have compound interest with them. No, great, great question. Um, let me explain what compound interest is. So. And who does it? Like, so again, back to my fifteen hundred dollars with stimulus check. Mm-hmm. What do you think is a good strategy um, to start? Because a lot of people they got money, but they don't even know how to start or where to start. Absolutely. So, um, to start, there are safe investments. It, well, first of all, it all depends on your level of research you are willing to do, how much time you're willing to put in, mm-hmm. your trajectory on your goals. Like, if you want money right now, there are income-driven dividends that you can create an income from. And there are growth stocks that grow rapidly daily. So there are options that bring you to whatever your goal may be. Or there could be people that are in for the long term, not thinking about the money for 30 years. Mm -hmm. There's safe investments like CD bonds and uh, different types of low-grade stocks. Do people still invest in, like, CDs? Absolutely. My father said, hey, get a CD. But it was like... At a local bank and collected point, mm-hmm. half a point of interest. Like, what is the purpose of that? See, the thing is, the CD bond is a safe alternative mm-hmm. to stocks when a market is down. Because no matter what the market is down, the way a CD works is the interest that is given from intro is the same from the end. Ah. Whether whatever is going on, that's what it is. So mm. it's a safe alternative on money on the back burner. And then it's a nice place to put your money tax free. Mm-hmm. It just sits. There's municipal bonds where your state pays you. That gives you tax exempts. So if you think of a portfolio of a pizza, like slices. Yeah. So it's basically spreading your money out. So with that stimulus check, you yeah. can put two hundred into that bond. Uh huh. You could put a good five hundred into the market, mm. and then you could put a five hundred into a business that you want to start mm. to help grow. Mm. That that that's some strategy there. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you feel like this is important for, like, us now, though? You like you I'm said, um, I used to work at a prison, and I realized when I worked there, there was a lot of people like me, and they really didn't have any idea of what a stock was, and that kind of hurt me a little bit. Yeah. So I felt like... You the, mean the people that worked there? Or the no. Prison <laughs> the prisoners. Uh. <laughs> well, the people that worked there, too, didn't know much either, but it really hurt me more that the... Uh, 
the convicts and the, the guys in the stripes didn't know anything about investing. Like, not even any type of money management techniques. Like, mm. it was just really like uh, a page, like an eye-opener for me. So mm. I basically took that and just mm-hmm. started to teach where I can with the guys and hopefully touched as many souls as I can in the investment field that I could while I was there. Yeah. But um, not to switch too many subjects, mm-hmm. the, the definition of compound interest uh, the power of compound interest, if you had, let's just say, one cent, literally one cent, that doubled every day for a month, you would have $5,300,068.709 no, in only 30 days. Say that again? Let me read that again for you. The power of compound interest. Mm-hmm. If you had just one cent, literally one penny, yeah. that... I'm going to say this really loud, doubled, I repeat, doubled every day for a month, every day, doubled, Mm. you would have $5,368,709.12 in only 30 days. I saw that in a movie. Compound interest. The, the, The thing that you just worded, that whole thing. It's a random thought. My brain functions. No, like I like that. that. No, there's this movie. There's this movie called The Happening. I don't know if you remember that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. I do. And something happened. You know, they didn't know what it was. Like the wind was just like kill. I seen that. Kill himself. I'm a I'm an avid movie. Right. But the there's a part in the movie right <laughs> uh, where uh, the Puerto Rican dude. He's he. They're driving somewhere, and um, this is so random. Whatever. Um, they're driving somewhere to go look for his wife, and he's in a Jeep with a, several other people. And they're hoping that the wind didn't blow in, but he looks up, and he sees it like this little slit before it gets in. And the girl uh, that's in the passenger, she's looking around, and she sees people start killing themselves, so she starts panicking. And he says to her, he's like, I'm going to give you a math problem. I'm going to give you a math problem. He says, take a penny. If you take a penny and, you know, you double it, take that, then you add it up. And he's like, After, at the end of 30 days... What do you have? <laughs> and he said the answer. It's the, it's the exact same quote oh. in the movies. Because like, he was trying to get her not to be anxious. He's like, you just double it. Take it again and you double it. And he's like, how much will you have at the end of the month? He said, you have $5 million. You have $5 million. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, and little things like that yeah, is yeah, how yeah. you can. And I like how you brought that up. And that's yeah. how common in how things work together just like that. Yeah. No, I think. And listen, man, like you're, you're definitely teaching me something because. Hey, happy to help. Happy that to I, help. That I didn't know at all. You know what I mean? But um, nah, it's dope. Yeah. Because with money, you really don't know until you know. Because when I didn't know. I bought Gucci, I bought Jordans, I bought stuff like that. But now that I know, I bought Nike stock. Mm. I bought uh, some stock in Nostrums. You ever think about teaching this to like young boys? Absolutely. Why do you think I'm starting this this podcast, this Instagram? I really want to teach this because I feel like as a culture, we aren't educated enough for the masses. I was, uh, I dropped my son off uh, today a little while ago and, um, He's in the back. His sister's in the front. He's like, dang. He's like, yo, I need to elevate my sneaker game. <laughs> and I said, I was like, really? He's like, yeah, man, I'm struggling. I said, well, here's the thing, man. I said, I don't, I don't have a problem with how you choose to spend your money. If you mm-hmm. make your money, then you have the right to choose how you spend it. I said, however, I said, let me ask you. So how much is the average, uh, 
pair of sneakers that you like. He said about two hundred dollars. I said so two hundred dollars on one mm-hmm. pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. and the value of that sneaker goes down as soon as it leaves out halfway out of the Absolutely. store. And he's like, <laughs> I said, listen, man, how you gonna make money? He's like, I don't know. I said, I said, you got two options. You can come work for me, or you can go work retail or do something. I said, Absolutely. but if you work for me, you're gonna get educated. On what you need to do, I said because my motto is save some, give some, invest some. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. that's that's my motto. Like, if I save it, I invest it. If I give some, you know, I'm giving back. Exactly. But then you gotta exactly. spend a little bit. Like, if you don't find somewhere to spend a little bit, you gotta enjoy the money. I don't want to make all the Agreed. money, then I never enjoy any of it. Find something to spend and show, you know, fruits of your labor. But you gotta do all three. If you're just spending, spending, spending. Nothing's left over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, no, 100%. I think what you're saying, man, like, I think it's definitely needed for young boys, <laughs> especially. You could start with that sneaker crowd. Check it. Can I read something for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just got to go get it real fast. It's not far. It's on my desk across. So, uh, I got a 12-year-old son. Is he 12? He's 12 now. Oh, wow, wow. Mr. Stinker. <laughs> so, he was here... And he loves to speed through his homework. Because you know this coronavirus, we are now teachers. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no. Insert sarcasm. <laughs> so, um, basically, he thought he was done with work. And the way I set it up is, you know, I, it ain't real school right now. So, I'm not going to give him the full nine hours of school tactic. I'm like, yo, you can get up at 9 a.m. or 8.30, eat your breakfast, 9 a.m. to 12.30 school. But my son decides he wants to finish his work by 10 a.m. Mm. <laughs> so did, what time did he get up? Uh, he got up at 8.30, ate his breakfast, but he spent that whole hour thinking he could speed through the work and did be done and go play video games. Uh, <laughs> I don't work like that. I don't uh-huh, work like that. Uh-huh. So <laughs> to get my full time in, all right, I'm like, okay, you done with your work for school? Checked it. Okay, he's done. So you still got two hours of work left. What I need you to do is write me an essay on if you had $100 million, what would you do? Like, I've already seasoned his mind a little bit with the stocks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I want to read it to you what he came up with mm. in his two-hour period. Mm. If I had $100 million, I would invest into stocks that are rapidly rising and some stocks that are already doing really good and already high. One thing I would buy is a major company based in Japan. Okay. One thing I learned in Japanese, one thing I would learn is Japanese. Oh, yeah, that was, by the way, you $100 million, well, you can learn one thing, mm-hmm. you can uh, explain how you got it, and uh, where would you go? Okay. So, his one major thing, he'd want to be based in Japan. He'd want to learn Japanese, because if I want to buy a company in Japan, I need to at least learn Japanese. That would make sense. The place I would visit is Japan and Germany, obviously, but I would probably stay in Japan for obvious reasons I've explained. Mm-hmm. And... I made him have to explain to me how you would get this. And I, he said, get a degree in business, marketing, or entrepreneurship. Get a job being a marketing or financial manager. Make a name for myself in that business and save enough money for another business. Mm. When I save up enough money, I'll buy a company based in Japan and create one in Japan with my money saved up. I would do these without my degree, getting good publicity with the news and something else, because mm. I want to see how you would do it without a degree. Yeah, 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 Get a job as an auditor or something along the lines of that to save enough money with the job while working other jobs like a cashier or something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to create the strong mind mm. within the young man. Mm. 
So that's basically what I try to inflect on a kid that's young. Dude, that's how the wealth teach their kids. Exactly. They don't give them the blanket of, you know, you just figured out. No, no, no. No, no. no. Let me guide you on the path that you're going to go on. Exactly. Because I was having a conversation with my Mm 15-year-old. And um, I was like, listen, man. I said, my thing with college is. It's an option if you choose Absolutely. to go that route. I was Absolutely. like, listen, you can choose to go that route. Um, if there's something specific that you feel like, yo, I really want to learn this and I invest higher education. Mm-hmm. I said, but you do not need to go to college to make a living and to make a life. 100%. I said, but here's what you're not going to do. You're not going to be a bum nope. and work at Walmart for 35 years. Mm-mm. Like, so I was like, listen, you got three options. Three, you only get three. I said, you can start a business. Uh, you can start something that you're passionate about, a business. I said, you can yep. go to college route, get a job, or you can get a trade. I said, here's what falls in under uh, business. If you choose to be like an entertainer or artist, that's business. Real estate, mm-hmm. that's all business. You a 1090 smart, you know, business person. It's like that's because he's like he wants to be an artist and like. He wants to be a comedian. Like, <laughs> like, dude, when are you cracking jokes? My son wants to be a YouTube personality. Totally but you know what? The, the, the culture has changed. Oh, I explained right? that to him. But I said, here's what I said. I was like, yo, do you know how much them YouTube workers work? Exactly. I was like, they, I said, they're up till four o'clock in the morning editing videos, 100%. figuring out pay per click and all that other stuff. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they do not stop producing and creating content. Exactly. They I don't was like, sit on the couch and play video no, games. No, no. I was nah. like, you think it's right because they see these kids playing video oh, TikTok. games. Right. Dude, I'm like, even it's the ones, not that even easy. the top TikTokers, like uh, Liza, whatever her name yeah, is. She works. Bro. <laughs> I looked at her house. I was like, why do you live in the little mini mansion? Like, but she knows her craft. Exactly. She knows how to network. She puts the time in. But she's been doing it for like 10 years. Exactly. And I'm like, listen. That's Let's rewind f- it back to her first tape. Right. That's a business, though. I was like, that's business. If you go college route, boom, boom, boom. I said, so we got to figure out one of those three. I said, you got a little bit of wiggle room of figuring it out. I don't expect you to have the whole thing figured mm-hmm. out. I was like, but the Clock's stuff ticking. starts now. <laughs> now. Ticking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you take what you know. Uh, now what you know when we was coming up, yeah, and you like, dude, I would be a multi-millionaire by thirty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> trust know? me. But we didn't know. That's why I got so upset. I was like, I felt like I had real poor money management, and yeah. it was just oh, annoying to me. So I had to figure out how to budget. I had to figure out how to like where my money is going. I got sixteen bank accounts, and people were like, like you have it now? Yes, sixteen. Yes. Can you explain sixteen bank? Absolutely. Account? I have an account. I have an account for <laughs> How do you, everything. Are they all at the same bank? No. Spread okay, around. Spread it, around. I have money market accounts. I have regular bank accounts. I have a bank account for appliances. I have a bank account for my dog. I got a bank account for the kids individually. A uh, trip account, Christmas account, uh, an account for landscape, an account for everything. Twenty five, twenty bucks. You'll be surprised how long it goes if you automate it from your check. You just drop it. That's called paying yourself first. Jim, you got to pay yourself first. You you can even give yourself a raise. See, people think you need the job full time. You don't. Mm. If you understand how money works in the language of money, you don't have to work so hard. That's why I work so hard on my crafts. Yeah. So I don't have to punch a clock as much as most. Right. So people be like, you never want overtime. So as I look at investing and how I teach forward 
I hope that I can give you guys any knowledge going forward. This is episode one. We will have many more episodes, yeah. many more topics, mm. and we want to give you guys just the best of the best of investments, whether it's real estate or stocks. And I hope you stay in tuned and stay in there. This Yo, is brought to you I by. I appreciate you letting me stop through. Absolutely, like, absolutely. This was really informative. You know, I'm excited. Like you knew a lot more than I do, and a lot more than I thought you knew. You know, oh, not like right. I can measure it anyways, because I don't know. Nah. But this dumb stuff that I do know, because like my first job out of uh, high school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I well, I was like 20. I was um, working at State Street Bank. Yep, yep. And I was doing uh, mutual funds there. Okay, and I know that exactly was, what that is. Yeah, that was on the Bloomberg system. And that was like my first, like my path was, I thought, okay, I'm a graduate high school. I just saw the dude in the business suit. So I thought, yo, I like that. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the business suit, either he had like, so we modeled, <laughs> we admired the drug dealers. Right. Yeah. So, you know, looking at the um, people that we saw, like Scarfaces and mm-hmm. uh, Nino Brown, like we didn't realize. Here's what I here's what I think really was happening. If you really think Wait, about it. Can I tell you a ahead, quick story real quick? You know, what's funny. I used to be a drug dealer. Mm. So I definitely can relate to that. And then I realized when I had a son, if you stick to this lifestyle, there's a chance you won't see your son anymore. I have a thought. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do you know what a drug dealer really is? An entre- an uneducated a entrepreneur. Misguided entrepreneur. <laughs> exactly. A misguided yeah. entrepreneur. I realize stockbrokers make more money than drug dealers. Dude, but 100%. the thing is, we his his we saw we saw the money, we saw the freedom, we saw the power. Exactly. We saw exactly. the control. We saw the influence. What does that sound like to you? A CEO. A CEO. Hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, they always said the best drug dealers. If you had a Harvard education, they'd own a Fortune 500 company. Dude, but same energy. But that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't realize it because we look. Look, I don't want drug dealers got samples just like Costco's. But that's the thing, though. Like, we need to let kids know. Like, listen, there's a path. There's a different a path. Better for way. You. There's a different way. A better way. Like, even for the kid that doesn't want to go get a four year degree. Exactly. Like, you need to know that there's other paths. Options. There's other options. And even if you're getting out of jail, you have options. Yeah. You don't need to really fill out that application. Yeah. I can show you step by step. Actually, I have a book coming out called The Cheat Sheets of Excellence. Mm. Excuse me. Cheat Sheets to Excellence. Yeah. And it will teach you step by step how to improve your life. Yeah, I dig it. I'm looking forward, man. Again, thanks again for having me, brother. This well, was dope. Anytime, anytime. This is the first episode of the Life Minded Podcast, and there will be many more to come.